Okay, did you write this in a fever dream? What is going on right now? How does it scat? What? I've never met a dick that could kill me. Why can't they just make out? <laughs> Welcome to Unethical Podcast. On the beach. Recording in progress. Don't want to leave that up for <laughs> speculation. No, you know what? We have a celebrity guest uh, with us. I believe that he has the honors. Luke, would you kindly say recording in progress? Did you recording in progress? <laughs> Thank you. Richard. That's right. Where's I'm your sorry manners? I didn't give it up to the uh celebrity. <laughs> Fuck. <laughs> I fucked up. <laughs> I fucked up. I do it all the time. <laughs> One yeah. job. One job. Be polite. God damn it. <laughs> Can't help. Uh, Richard is our resident racist, so just oh my like god! <laughs> <laughs> I didn't even say anything this time. I was I stopped myself being like I don't understand Australian, so I was trying to be not racist towards the Australian already. But fuck it, double time now. It's two of you. Yeah, yeah, yeah. You got to double down. <laughs> double, double down. Yeah, two of us now. Ne- ne- never apologize. Okay. I got you. I, I'm. Yeah. I'll be good. I promise. Who authorized this? Luke. Uh, <laughs> nice plug there. I missed it Luke, completely. Luke's wow. podcast what my is called did. "Who Authorized." I'm going to say that a lot. Oh, who authorized <laughs> this? Because that's that's who that's who they'll be. Uh, what they'll be saying once some of the topics we talk about and some of the shit yeah, I probably say. I normally talk and then think think later. Think afterwards. Yep, that's the power of editing, men. So that's you're okay. That's yeah. us. That's th- this entire room right here. <laughs> <laughs> uh, bold of you. I think, and then I say terrible things. Yeah. Good to know, I guess. I have told you guys before, but just for the listeners and to get it out of the way, because I'm not focusing on the fact that Luke is like super Aussie famous. Luke. Um, has been on Australian Survivor a couple of times, and he is also the winner of Big Brother VIP. Yeah, I got a question. Isn't Australian Survivor just like day-to-day living in Australia? Like, how do you become, what do you got to do? Oh, go to work today, and a spider doesn't kill me. Like, how do you play Australian Survivor? Do they have sh- machine guns shooting at you? Uh, yeah, pretty, <laughs> pretty much. Um, we all jump on a kangaroo. And we got to hop to, tri- and we've all got to hop to tribal council. Now I played in, um, so I went to Fiji and Samoa. So I didn't even play. I played Australian Survivor, but overseas. That's cheating. Yeah, you go to a, a less dangerous place. That's yeah. cheating. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> well, it, it, because they were all Australians, does that count? Yeah, that's what I'm saying. You guys cheated. Yeah. It must have been super easy for you guys. Like, oh, because we vacationed in Fiji. This is fun. Well, it- you might as well have just gone to Bali, man. Like, the entirety of Bali is full of everyone from Perth. So <laughs> you might as well have just gone there. <sighs> They're that's now cool, playing that's the awesome. game in Australia. Mm. So I managed to dodge those seasons. 
Lucky you. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Dave did Australia, didn't he? No, he did overseas no. as well. Yeah, we were we were like, because look, Australia's good and all, but like, it depends where they put you. If they're gonna put you near the beach, it's fine. But they're playing the new seasons in like the middle in, of real dirty yeah. river water. Yeah. Everything's brown, mm. dirty, hot. Australia. Yeah, yeah, Australia. Yeah, they're it's, actually playing in Australia. <laughs> yeah. They put them like in the center of the whole entire because that's the like the place to keep them as far away from COVID as possible. Because our country is so fucking huge, they have to put them in the middle of the country so nothing can get to them. Except for the cro- the crocodiles and the spiders and the snakes and Yeah. I, I would say that know. um the middle of Australia seems to be one of the probably the hottest places on earth. I guess I'm, I haven't been to Africa, but I'd say it'd be similar. Just desert, mm. you know. Or, yeah. or, or, or we're actually I haven't been to a lot of places on earth, but I don't even actually I don't even know if that's a fact, <laughs> to be honest. But <laughs> but now we'll just we'll say it is. Luke's been to Fiji and Samoa, and he knows where the hottest places on Earth are. It's, <laughs> That's it's, it. It's, it's like, um, would you say, playing the game on Mars? Which is Mars one? the hottest planet? Oh, or is the sun? <laughs> the sun? Mercury's the hottest planet, yeah. yeah. Maybe onto something, Christy. <laughs> I think it might be the sun. I'm not sure. I might have to do some more research. We might have to contact NASA. <laughs> I've got friends. <laughs> I played with a couple of you of your American players. In Big Brother VIP, so I played with um, Caitlyn Jenner, and I, and I played with yeah. um, sneaky, sneaky bitch, yeah. eh? sneaky, trying to get you to make alliances all the time. Fucking, I can just imagine. Oh yeah, I, I'm just kidding. Yeah, yeah, she's so uh, orchestrated. Um, who was it? Omarosa? Do you know Omarosa? I don't know sports from, balls. Um, no, she's a reality. No, she's from. She's a reality she's star. From- She's done like 39 or 40 or 60 or 100 um, reality TV shows in America. Oh. Yeah, she started yeah. on The Apprentice. Yeah. Donald Trump, The Apprentice. Oh, okay. Okay. Yep. Yeah. Gotcha. Okay. Yeah. That's interesting. She, she got kicked out of the, the White House, I suppose, for sneaking in a listening device into Donald Trump's uh, meeting room. Oh, that's right. <laughs> <laughs> What are you trying to get him to say? Like, what did you think you were going to get Donald Trump to say to you, Amarosa? And like, like do you not have crevices to hide it? I mean, like, I mean, she, they probably put one of those, like, you know, those like sticks that they go, woo, 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 you know. And look, <laughs> I don't want to say, yeah, yeah. And, and I don't want to say this, but um, the word on the street it was in her butt, and then they went, yeah, it oh, could be wow. a rumor. Why didn't you just ask her? Uh, was that was, that? Yeah, it was. This was before. Uh, it's probably along well it's probably along the lines of like asking Caitlyn Jenner if she still has the stuff downstairs right if- she does she does she does <laughs> she she does Luke, <laughs> it looks like I know I saw it <laughs> we're fucking millennials okay we're trying I said to Luke, we, you, won't, you won't have to come on the podcast and we just spend the entire time talking about Survivor and, and Big Brother. So No, we're, I, I just, it's got to get out of the way. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So we have to talk yeah. about it for just, a second. But you, yeah. you can just come and hang out. What? What? Sorry, I'm, I'm not like a reality TV person. I know what Survivor is. I know the concept of Survivor. Big Brother, like what does winning Big Brother mean? Um, well, uh, so I 
because I won, I managed to raise $110,000 for the Perth Children's Hospital over here. So that was pretty cool. Yeah. Yeah. So he doesn't get the money. He, he, celebrities go in to raise money for charities um, in Big Brother. Yeah. If you win, you got the total. So they just jam. I don't know if you're wondering the rules. They just jam like, I don't know, 12 people in a house and then make them compete against each other until one person gets kicked off every episode. Yeah. And they film everything they do. Yeah, day-to-day lives with tasks, but also it's a bit of they try to look. They, I don't think they did it that well over here because they didn't really uh, put a lot of the drama in there. But um, the idea is they want to just—it's like a social experiment. A lot of different people living together, and they try to make you backstab each other. So then people, the you know, tempers flare, and people get upset when you're you know you you lie to someone or whatever you know and. Isn't it? Isn't it like audience? Sorry, I was going to say the goal is to make you unlikable so that you're voted off. Or it's whatever. a popularity contest. Sounds like yeah, large so scale. Not not really like a popularity contest. The old version used to be like that because the public used to vote on every single one. Instead, it's more like yeah. there can only be one or two or three people for sitting at the end, and so you have to like make deals with people, and then then technically sometimes backstab those people to get further in the game. You know, it's like if you've got four friends and you can only pick three friends to go forward. Oh, so you vote each other? Uh, you have to vote. Yeah, you have to vote for each other. So what happens is you'll sit on a couch. Long story is you and there'll be, say, six people and you've got to nominate three people to leave. And so then you, you go in a room, tell them, and then they walk out. You're sitting beside them and then they say, these three people got to leave. And then you're like, what the hell? Because your friend has nominated you secretly. And and, pe- and people try to act cool. like They're like, oh, no, that's okay. I'm fine. But deep down they walk off. They're like, what a bitch. <laughs> <laughs> so what's your deal? Are you just like really nice or really um, I think I'm a little bit of, bit of both. A bit of both. Yeah. You're a top bloke though, man. Luke, I fell in love with Luke on Survivor because he's just, <laughs> he's so much like someone from my family. I'm just watching him and he's like, he, he, dubbed himself the king of the jungle like he called himself the king of the jungle <laughs> and everyone's just like what the fuck is with this guy he's just like <laughs> but he's just doing his thing like it, it was so good he's just he's you can't help but love him you know he thinks he's like super sneaky but he's not <laughs> i know what you mean i love him already yeah. <laughs> same He's a good guy. <laughs> Just for calling yourself the king of the jungle, because that's something yeah. I would do and have done the- in not a jungle. <laughs> <laughs> I don't want to. In like the middle of Walmart. <laughs> so let's do a let's do a uh, let's do a big brother right now. We got to pick uh, three people to leave. <laughs> yeah. um, Richard, I, uh... I go. No, I'm just <laughs> Uh, I see. Uh, Celeste has I go, to stay. Celeste has to stay because it's her episode. So it looks like I have to go. <laughs> Yeah, me. I have immunities. Me, Christy, and uh, sorry. I... So I guess it's just you and yeah. me, Luke. All right, yeah. you ready? <laughs> <All right. laughs> I like how I vote myself off because I just can't do it. I'm gone. Richard, Richard, and Richard. <laughs> just cry in the corner. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Can you vote for yourself on the on the actual show? No. Um, no, you can't. No, that's bullshit. Yeah, I that's bullshit. Yeah. Loophole. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Well, you can you can opt to leave though, can't you? You can opt to you can just be like, "Fuck this! I I need to leave. This is shit house." Yeah. Yeah, you can walk out. Um, that's the same in Survivor. You can, like, there's a lot of sometimes in Survivor you get a lot of quitters. You know, we've had a quitter this season already. 
Um, yes. We've had nearly a quitter nearly most seasons, actually. Yeah. Just can't handle it. Yeah, they're in Australia. They're in Australia. The yeah. guy that Luke does a podcast with, his name's David, and he was on Survivor. He was on Survivor as well. And but his nickname is the Golden God. <laughs> the King of the Jungle and the Golden God. Yeah. Nice. Nice. <laughs> Are you friends or brothers? Or? No, we were just friends. We both um, started on the season. He went on. Um, I obviously did really well in my seasons. And then uh, he uh, he won the All-Stars season. So he kind of – and then I went on to win Big Brother. So we've kind of done really well when it comes to the reality TV. We're just shit stirrers. We're fucking shit stirrers. It is like, yeah, pretty big shit stirrers when it comes to jumping on TV. And we do it to like – People with um, like you know that they like in life that have been put on probably pedestals and stuff as well. So we just we don't we don't hold back. Like if you're the you know if you're the president of the country, we don't give you any like kind of <laughs> you don't get any special treatment. Yeah. Um, <laughs> the first season that David was on, Dave was on. He was so fucking cocky that he left with two two idols. He left with two fucking idols in his pocket. They blindsided the shit out of him and he just got, he's like, oh, fuck. <laughs> uh, so, yeah. All right. Anyway, enough Survivor Big Brother reality. Tell us I'm sure about the Aussie you. listeners are very interested and we have yes. several because they yeah. love me. <laughs> I actually think they love my wife more than they love me. They <laughs> but I don't think so. I don't think they can tell a difference. <laughs> That's what I was gonna say. Yeah, they're gonna be really thrown off this time. They're gonna be like, "Bo sounds like a man." Yeah. They're, gonna be, they're gonna be like, "There's two Aussies. It must be Bo." I didn't know Bo was on Big Brother. <laughs> yeah, exactly. <laughs> All right, so tell us a story, Celeste. Okay. All right. So this should be a good one. It's short, sweet. Should be room for a lot of laughs. Another like, I don't know. It's sort of not another British catfish story. <laughs> okay. Like Gemma Barker for any of the listeners that remember oh, Gemma how can Barker. we forget? All right. So in February of 2003, a 16-year-old boy who the public will only ever know as Mark came home from his part-time restaurant job and like many of us did in 2003, dicked around on the computer for a while. And this would be the evening that he joined an MSN chat room for Manchester teens that would change his life. Oh, I miss MSN. I loved it so much. How old are you, Luke? Uh, I'm 35. So I remember MSN, but I never really got on there um, too much. Okay. Yeah. Yeah. You look great. I honestly, I was like, oh shit, maybe he's like 20. I should probably (laughs) check if he's going to get any of these references. (laughs) Yeah. 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 No, I get it. Awesome skin. you, you do. I wasn't going to say that, but now that it's yeah. weird. Yes, your skin it's is... Not, yeah, it's like, not I, weird. It's I would, I'll request your, your skincare routine, if you don't I, mind. Well, well, <laughs> Have I a lot of money. <laughs> he washes his face with dish soap. Watch. No, I wash it only with wa- water. Fucking <laughs> fuck, I'm out of here. And I bet he washes his hair like once every six weeks. <laughs> don't tell him my secret. <laughs> yeah, see? Who would have thought? Yeah. Don't keep secrets. Just here. a quick side note: Luke's wife. Oh my god, she's so hot. I thought you said Luke's white. Well, <laughs> it's like side wife. note: important. Luke is that. White. Luke is very white. <laughs> yeah. Okay, he's a really deep boy. Richard, he's but... white. It's okay. <laughs> Gotta tell you. <laughs> no, Luke's wife, yeah. Mary, is gorgeous. Congratulations. I believe it. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I believe it. Yeah. <laughs> 
<laughs> I believe it. <laughs> Look at him. Of course he's got a hot wife. Jesus Yeah, I was going to say, tens usually score tens. Yeah, chiseled like a Roman god. God wow. damn it. Y'all are thirsty for Luke today. I'm thirsty for any man that comes on the show. <laughs> compliments i ain't thirsty at all i got my drink the end of this podcast is gonna have me shirt off <laughs> Woo! i've threatened it in the past and if i want to be more australian i might just very well. maybe this will be the episode stay tuned <laughs> this will be the episode that richard exposes that he's actually a grizzly bear i've seen richard's nipples they are lovely it'd be an honor to see them again Richard, stop it. Get Bo. Bo will not want to miss I imagine this. it's like Austin Powers, but with black hair. Now he's getting close to the camera. Stop, Richard. <laughs> I'm getting... Stop taking your clothes off slowly. Richard, I feel weird. Going. I'm not gay. Don't listen to Chrissy. <laughs> Just a, a love hot, uh, hairy chest. <laughs> oh, yeah. Manscaping. <laughs> he really needs the Monet for men. I think you're gorgeous, Richard. Yes. Thank you. You're welcome. I, I also, I concur. Thank you. You made mm. cute kids. Yeah. <laughs> so I'm gonna say that's mostly there. your wife's doing. You're not wrong. My wife's hot too. Up top for the hot wives. Yeah. <laughs> top, top. Everybody all around. <laughs> not me. It's the last two because funny. she's she's coming. She's out there. <laughs> just so. It's fine. So back. So back to the story. We've got a 16 year old who's dropped. Wait, that's that's jumped on an MSN chat, and what is yeah. he batting off something, or is he on some sort of like what's he doing? He's in a group chat for Manchester in two thousand three. Yeah, it's two thousand three. Every time a year pops up, I have to like recollect what what like how old I was, and <laughs> what I was doing in that year. I was ten. Two thousand three. Oh, so I would have been twelve. Would I have been twelve? Yeah. Yeah. Okay, sounds good to me doesn't yeah. matter how old I was. Christy was like 45. <laughs> You're a fuckhead. <laughs> I definitely had a few chat rooms open, if you know what I mean. <laughs> In case you haven't figured it out, Luke, this, our episodes are usually like 30 minutes long, but yeah. it takes us like two and a half hours to record because this is what we do all the time. <laughs> okay. All this right. is where the people love us. All right. We talk a lot. MSN. MSN. Okay. Easy. All right. So Mark, kind of an idiot. Slow Aww. guy. But a good kid. He's got a good family. He's got like a decent work ethic. And this, well, until this chat room becomes part of his life, he becomes obsessed with this group and just basically fucks up everything. His grades go down the drain. He's missing work. He's isolating himself in his room. He's not really hanging out with his family. Um, so this really took over his life. This was like like in my generation it was Habbo Hotel that was the thing that like ruined everybody's lives if anybody knows what that is I'm the youngest I don't think I do what is that just google it man it's an era of a time past okay I'm surprised I missed that this MSN chat room was basically like the equivalent of tinder at the time so what keeps him interested in this is the pretty local teenage girls who he would occasionally be lucky enough to exchange a few words with here and there and the group as a whole, the frequent conversations about sex. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah. How old's Mark again? He is 16. Yeah, he's 16. Yeah, that'll keep that'll keep me lit. That'll keep me up too. You can get you can pretty much guarantee he had he sat his computer with a toilet roll beside 
Some extra to, socks to blow his nose, obviously. To blow his nose. Yeah. You know. To blow his nose, not load. I said load, so I, I nose is what he meant. Okay, cool. Jeez. Oh yeah, I thought he said load. I was like, he's straight up. I like this guy, but he's, he's trying to play it coy, like he meant nose. Fuck he meant load. We're good. Okay, out. Richard. Are you sure? Say louder for the people in the back. Load. <laughs> for the people in the back. <laughs> All right, so little did Mark know that only four months later, he would be leading 14-year-old John, and we will only never know him as John, who who is at this time a complete stranger to him. Mark would be leading him into an alley in Goose Green where he would try to end that boy's life. John was going to end Mark's. Mark was going to kill John. 16-year-old Mark was going to kill 14-year-old John, a boy he doesn't even know yet. Interesting. Is there there a Matthew in this story? Because he's the only one we're missing. Because we've got a Luke. (laughs) Is that a Jesus joke? Yeah. Okay. Okay. (laughs) I don't get that reference. Oh, is it like... Matthew, Mark, Luke, and John. The, The... Anyway, it doesn't matter. Three wise men. It doesn't matter. My joke. <laughs> my joke men. fucking failed. Okay, let's keep going. Someone out there got it. Someone got that joke. If you got that joke, listeners, send us a message. All right. Oh. Um, There's a nut out there just loving this podcast. Right <laughs> <laughs> yeah, because they're our biggest listeners. <laughs> the Catholic yeah, Church. Sure. I can't imagine why not. All right, so during his first few weeks in the chat room, Mark laid eyes on the profile picture of a young blonde beauty by the name of Rachel. And Mark decides oh, no. that he's going to shoot his shot. So, uh, and he's a handsome fellow. With a 14-year-old boy. He's 16. He's in the Bible, too. Oh, but, he, but he's p- posing as a blonde woman, yes? No, 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 no. On the no. internet. Mark is meeting a, a pretty young blonde on this chat room. He hasn't met John yet. Yeah. Right. Okay. Yeah. So, like I said, like four months later is when he's trying to kill this total stranger. And it is a result of this group. Perhaps that wasn't clear. I'm sorry. So, so it would be like, um, okay, so he's trying to shoot his shot with this chick, 16 year old. Then he, something's going to happen where he probably messes it up and he wants to kill the 14 year old kid because he's probably tuning that chick. It's a good theory. Um, Let's see what happens. <laughs> Let's see what happens. Okay. You can leave now. Bye. <laughs> no, my wad is not even a little bit blown. Oh, so really? We're good. Awesome. Nope, oh. not at oh. all. X. Yes. Not even plump. Celeste is Tarantinoing this. That's what Sherlock Holmes on. Mark, by reports, was quite a handsome young man, even though he was dumb as rocks. So he, you know, why not? Let's go for it with this pretty girl. He's thrilled when Rachel quickly messages him back. And over the next two weeks, the two would exchange countless messages and fall madly in awkward, shallow teenage love. Aww. Aww. Gross. <laughs> so the two start exchanging like saucier chats uh, until they saucy. end up in a video chat where Mark is disappointed to discover that Rachel does not have a webcam. Um, and so this was like before, like, computers had mics there was like that brief phase in history where you had the webcam but you text like messaged at the- where you had to buy one of those like yeah. little the round ones yeah <laughs> yeah that were on a stand yeah. and it looked like it was something that should be on a headset it was so weird yeah <laughs> nothing was all connected back then that's what mark had 
but Rachel unfortunately did not have one, but she's flirting with him. She's asking him to show her his wiener and he is not going to disappoint his woman. Well, so he does. Flaccid? No. <laughs> oh, okay. <laughs> Had to, had to ask. Yeah, yeah, yeah. You know, you need to know the fact. I mean, sixteen. How you much? Know, you need to know the fact. <laughs> yeah, when you're sixteen, though, it's hard to find it flaccid. I was gonna know? say, oh. at that age, is it ever flaccid? Like seriously? Yeah, I was gonna. Well, say. I would assume because the awkwardness of being a teenager, plus he's a dim bulb, that he's like, oh sure, I'll just like pull my pants down real quick. <laughs> yeah, tell him. Pulls, right pulls his shirt up too, and he's like. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> Does the trouble shuffle? I'm gonna tell all three of you girls when you were 16 talking to other 16 year olds, uh, five out of ten times, if it was a guy, they were tucking up their penis into their pants. Just letting you know, five out of ten times, half the time. That's good to know. I am traumatized. <laughs> my self-esteem. Thank you. I'm gonna lock that in the suppressed memory box. Five out of ten times for everyone else, it was a hundred out of a hundred times for Richard. <laughs> yeah. Oh, for sure. No doubt. No fucking doubt. Yeah, 100%. It's right now. It's tucked up right now. All right. <laughs> Does it actually reach the waistband, Richard? That's the question. No, it's uh, that's the best part about my dick. It's when it's hard or it's soft, it looks the same size. <laughs> right now, his oh, belt okay. is running around just below his nipples. <laughs> uh, <laughs> uh, just once so again we need to set the scene we need to set the scene <laughs> we ask the tough questions in this group it's you gotta know your shit yeah his wiener was hard and he was presumably like jerking off for let's let's assume Ugh. um Ugh. so much heebie-jeebies i'm way Ew. i'm way too gay for that man gross <laughs> <laughs> i i'm way too old for that he's 16 that's yeah, my first that's issue if you me. if your only issue is that you're gay that's that's a you problem that you might want to <laughs> um hey how come i'm being fingered as the pedophile today <laughs> i don't know why are we talking about pedophilia and you decide to bring up fingering what's wrong with you? <laughs> I'm, go- I'm going this i'm going <laughs> We're outnumbered by the Australians. The We're on the defensive. We are all blushing and nothing even happened, really. <laughs> oh, my God. <laughs> okay. So in between their sessions of making God cry, they plan to meet up. Um, but first, Mark gets cold feet and then Rachel gets cold feet. So they stop talking about meeting up. But one day, Rachel introduces Mark to her 14-year-old stepbrother, John, Mm-mm. who would become Mark's future attempted murder victim. I thought you were going to say best friend. They do. Yeah, they briefly become best friends before um you know, tragedy strikes. Yeah. Okay. So, while I'm getting curiouser and curiouser. So the three of them end up in a group chat and Mark and John become buds because as it turns out, they have very similar interests. So that's nice. Imagine that. Yeah. Support for Unethical Podcast is brought to you by Manscaped who is the best in men's below-the-waist grooming. Cuban grooming. Manscaped offers precision-engineered tools for your family jewels. Manscaped's performance package is the ultimate men's hygiene bundle. Join over 4 million men worldwide who trust Manscaped with this exclusive offer for you. 20% off and free worldwide shipping with the code UNETHICAL20 at manscaped.com. Now, 4 million 
men worldwide, that's, if I'm not mistaken, 8 million balls, which is way more impressive sounding. Now, I want to tell you, I, I've ever since I got this performance package 4.0, I have been pumped. I, I, I'll tell you the truth right now. I am, I don't really shave my pubes. And it's not because I don't want to. It's just because I have, uh, I have these weird growths in my pube area that kind of like protrude out of my skin. So every time I go down there to shave, I would be clipping them, nipping them off. So Manscaped was actually good enough to send us a package of goodies here. It's called the Performance Package 4.0. It's got a bunch of cool stuff in here. It's got the Lawnmower 4.0 trimmer. That's what I, I got around the growths with. It's got a light on it too. So I, I was surprised. I flipped on them. I was like, what's this button doing? I was like, whoa, I can see the growth close up. But with their cutting edge ceramic blades, it reduces accidents. Uh, they got that skin safe technology. It's just uh, it, the weed whacker ear and nose hair trimmer i don't have ear hair i want to try it on my ears hey if anybody has like my, maybe i'll go see my dad i'll get him to put, but i don't want to put it in his ear and then put it in my nose after just weird but it worked good on the nose i'm telling you i feel like i'm actually getting the oxygen required to think properly oxygenating my brain they also sent me some crop preserver ball deodorant man oh man i i never even knew i wanted ball deodorant you know, I didn't even think my balls really stank, but like now if I'm not wearing it, I can tell the difference. You know, I need it. Can people always smell my balls? And then there's there's the Crop Reviver Toner, which I'm not exactly 100% sure what the toner's supposed to do exactly, but I'll tell you what it does do. It makes my balls feel great, slick, feel like tightening up, like they're going to get a six pack. Your balls will thank you. And I love how Manscaped is trademarked. Your balls will thank you. So I thank you for that, Manscaped. They also sent me these boxer briefs, which I'm wearing right now. And my God, these things are really, really comfortable. I was like, everything's holding up pretty good down there. My balls are feeling good. Already feeling like amazing from getting lawn mowed, mowed lawn mowed downstairs. And the whole thing wraps itself up with the packet. Like it has a travel bag, a little leather travel bag. It says Manscaped on the side. It's pretty nice. Uh, you can put all your stuff in there. And you got to shave your nuts on the go. You know, if you're going to a hotel, you know, you're going to have like a sexy time with the girlfriend or the wife. You want to just trim up. You just bring the manscape thing. She'll know what it's for, but like, she'll appreciate that you're bringing it. I don't know, man. I, I it's, if you want to start taking care of yourself and make those guys downstairs feel a lot more slick and smooth, just go to manscaped.com. Get yourself 20% off and free shipping with the code unethical20. I, your balls will thank you. I know it's trademarked, but I'm allowed to say it because I'm part of the team now. So your balls will thank you. Mine are right now. You're welcome. Yeah, I didn't really know I needed this until I got it. Now I realize what I've been missing. You know, don't be me. Be you. Get 20% off and free shipping with the code unethical20 at manscaped.com. That's 20% off free shipping at manscaped.com using code unethical20. Unlock your confidence and always use the right tools for the job with Manscaped. So Mark was a good kid. Uh, his mom always said that he got good grades, um, but it would come out that he actually did have quite a rough home life. His mom had a series of shitty boyfriends and then ultimately settled down with a shitty husband, which was presumably Rachel's dad. So Mark, like, or John, like Mark, used this chat room as kind of an escape that became an obsession. Okay, so the three teens have been friends for a few weeks now. And one day, Mark gets an email from a newbie in the group who's made quite an impression after only ever posting in bright pink letters. And his name is Kevin. And he is a creepy creep that does creep stuff all over this chat. 
my eyes hurt just thinking about looking at pink font on a white background chat screen like uh mm. flamboyant yeah saying <laughs> creepy stuff too yeah exactly yeah what a turn on yeah so in this email from kevin kevin says that he is rachel's stalker and that oh. if mark doesn't get his feet on webcam and jerk off on them that he is going to oh. abduct rape and kill rachel and Mark is very torn, but he does it for his love. Oh my God, what a dumbo. Like, I'd be like, sir, ma'am, sir, did you just admit to me to being a stalker? Because I'm going to report you now. Exactly. It's it's very hard to call 911. So I'll just jerk off right now under duress. Yeah. <laughs> and then call them later. <laughs> Sticky <laughs> buttons. I would have raised, uh, raised the bluff. I would have been like, I'll d- go one further. If you don't kill her, but you take her flowers. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I don't know. I, I don't know. Don't do that, actually. No, you're, yeah, you're, I get it. You're capitalizing yep. on the threat to make her love you. That's beautiful. You have a beautiful <laughs> mind. <laughs> I told you he was a nice bloke. So he tries to be nasty, but he's really <laughs> nice. <laughs> it, it was an attempt to save her life, right? Exactly. Yeah. And like I said, Mark is dumb as rocks. So he believed this. Okay. Oh, poor Mark. So he tells Rachel afterwards what happened, and she's so flattered and thankful that she insists that the two finally plan to meet for realsies. And Mark's feet were no longer cold, but warm from the load of hot cum that Kevin blackmailed out of him. And so he agrees. (laughs) So does Rachel admit to knowing she has a soccer? She... He told her about it and she was just like, oh, it's it's no big deal. Like, I wouldn't worry about it. And he did it anyway. Mm. And he still <laughs> threw with what was needed. I mean, if you have it anyway and you're not using it, like, what's the harm? Hopeless romantic, this Mark. This is like the notebook. This is like the notebook. <laughs> Rachel herself is like, yes, I have a stalker exactly. and he's threatening my life, but it's no big deal. What version of the notebook are you watching? I, I, I saved your life by wanking with my feet. Can you imagine? What a cliffhanger. Yeah. All right. Gorilla style. He hasn't even met her yet. Like, imagine the first meeting. I cleaned them off. Don't worry. Uh, how's it going? Exactly. They're moisturized. <laughs> Yeah, it's my turn for my feet to have a rest. It's your turn. Yeah, exactly. your, my, my feet's been doing all the heavy lifting through this relationship. Yeah. Oh, God. This chick better not have, like, threatened herself so she could get him to jerk off on his feet, because that's weird. Well, she, he was already jerking off for her. So I feel I like guess so. she could just be like, do it with your feet. And he'd be like, okay. Yeah. <laughs> my God. Never send dick pics. Never do anything like that. Don't send dick pics. It, it never goes away. It goes you know? into a dick never. directory. It does go into a dick directory. It has uh, 3,500 dicks in there. It's coming up. It's coming up. <laughs> Celeste has one. We're going to be the next Webster. She, I do. She's, yeah. She has a dick directory of all the dick pics she's ever received. And there's 3,500 penises in that directory so far. Once it gets big enough, I can start like charging for providing a service. If you want to know what a dude's dick looks like, chances are I have it. So for $5.99, I'll let you know. <laughs> Hustler. <laughs> <laughs> Subscribe to my Patreon. Yeah. Dick That's the next open step. Up the dick, open up the dick Only rectory fans. of the Patreon. 
we do like matchmaking. I'd be like, this is a nice, handsome dick. I can set you up with the gentleman that owns this dick. <laughs> yeah, that's a, that's actually a good idea for a, just cut the whole, like pretend, yeah, like make a Tinder, but like fix. dangler. Dangler. You know? <laughs> <laughs> oh, that's perfect. Girls who just swipe the dicks they want. Dangler. Yeah. Dangler. <laughs> that's awesome. It's coming up. All right. So sadly, on the day that the two were to meet, Rachel was nowhere to be found. And he goes home and she has vanished. Oh, the stalker got her, I bet. Well, he didn't hear from her for days. And then during that time, rumors started going around in the chat that someone in the chat had murdered someone else in the chat. <gasps> yeah. And Mark's like, oh, no, I hope it's not Rachel. But then a couple days later, the rumors were that Kevin Rachel. had murdered Rachel. And then a few days after that, Mark gets an email from Kevin. And Kevin tells him, like, I did it anyway, you dumb fuck. So did the wanking dick photo, did it upload properly? But did it? That it maybe maybe like I couldn't find it when I searched for it. You know when he sent it, he sent it, and he's like, "Whoo, lucky I saved your life!" And he walks away from the computer, then comes back, and there's been an internet issue, and it hasn't loaded up properly, and he went and killed oh. it. Bloody Wi-Fi! <laughs> sent it to everybody on his list by accident. You know, like <gasps> oh no, or it was just too low resolution. So <laughs> yeah. they're like, we can't accept yeah. this it's ransom. Just pix- yeah, pixel. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, sorry, I need that. It was pixelated. Dixelated. Yeah, so Kevin's like, I abducted her, I raped her, she was gang raped by me and all my friends. I held her head under freezing water until she was dead. Just how fucking stupid to do this all over messaging, you know? know, None of these kids ever told their parents about anything that went down in the chat, which reminds me a lot of um Sylvia Likens. You remember? Weird what teenagers will just omit. Yeah. If you're not directly asked, they're not gonna tell you. It's crazy. So Mark mourns, but tells no one. For about a month after Rachel's gone, John and Mark get closer and closer because John mourning the loss of his stepsister and it it bonds the two. But suddenly another pretty girl emerges in the chat. Lindsay has arrived. And um, despite his recent loss, Mark is like, hello, pretty lady. And the two end up also doing flirty naked stuff on the cam. She also doesn't have a cam. Oh, this guy's so sad. He's like, I'm so sad for my last girlfriend. Hopefully you don't die. <laughs> <laughs> he moved on pretty quick. Uh, no spoilers, but <gasps> anyway. Um, so, so Lindsay tells Mark that she's actually a junior agent for MI6. Oh. <laughs> what is that? Wow. It's like the CIA, but the British CIA. British version. Yeah. yeah. Of course she and is. I'd be like, yeah, and I'm a member of the Three Six Mafia. <laughs> well, you never know. She could be because, like, Hillary Duff was like, she made a movie and everything. She was in the CIA. So true, true fact. You what? know what though? Knowing how right. fucking corrupt the CIA is, or whatever, they might actually recruit a teenager. Like, it wouldn't even shock me if I heard there was like a teenage group in Indonesia right now trying to bring down the fucking Sultan or whatever the fuck they have there. I wouldn't be shocked. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, yeah, it's so true. Well, Rick Getz is only 14. Yeah, exactly. Yeah, he behaves like a 14-year-old, so I can imagine that he... <laughs> He'll survive. Ugh. Okay, so Lindsay tells Mark that the only reason she's in this chat is because she's on a mission where she has to protect John, Rachel's stepbrother. And Mark is in disbelief, but not really. He kind of believes everything. So Lindsay 
after this exchange goes dark for a while. And then suddenly, wouldn't you know it, Rachel's back. <gasps> Very briefly. Resurrected. Luke, Luke, John, Mark, and <laughs> David, or whatever, fixed her. So Rachel and Lindsay maybe are the same person. Maybe. Mm. Kind of thing. There's only two people in this situation. <laughs> Has anyone seen Rachel and Lindsay in the same room together? No. no one's ever seen me and spider-man in the same room yeah, exactly. yeah so she's back very briefly she pops in and she's like hey mark um i was abducted and held captive but i went into a coma and while i was in a coma for the last two weeks i gave birth to our baby what's going on with this if this kid believes <laughs> this i'm gonna fucking lose my shit like this is where you start going like okay what didn't you yeah, it's called an E pregnancy. Yeah. Oh god. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. So you guys are. And you sent it to me with your feet. They've never met. <laughs> They've known each other two months. And she's like, "I, yep, I had your baby. You're a dad. Oh my it god. survived. <laughs> it Please doesn't look like a baby, believe. but it is one." Um. And Mark says, "You're an idiot, and I don't trust you at all." And then never talks to her again. The end. Very surprisingly, no? Mark didn't immediately start preparing to be a father. He was a little okay, skeptical about it. <laughs> <laughs> I don't know. I saw, I was in health class and they told me something That's crazy because that's the only part of the story I believe so far. <laughs> <laughs> you know what? It's a non-issue though because Rachel just like poofs away again forever after With this. the baby. Yeah, I guess. What a bitch. She's a single mom somewhere. She's probably doing very well. The e baby. You can't take a, you, yeah, you can't take an e-baby <laughs> away from their e-parents. <laughs> I'm sure he has a receipt. <laughs> yeah. E printed receipt. Yeah. Rachel's disappeared uh, to look after the baby so she can change the login and log back in as Lauren. Yeah, I'm sure. <laughs> you might be onto something. Okay, so shortly after this comes Janet. So Lindsay has vanished. Um, Rachel has vanished. And now here comes Janet. Okay. So Janet contacts Mark directly to tell him that Lindsay has unfortunately perished in the line of junior spy duty. For queen and country, she is deceased. So she tells John that she is a 44-year-old mother of two spy slash real estate agent, but she is still sexy as fuck. No doubt. No doubt. I've seen billboards of 44-year-old real estate agents and- Slash spies. Pretty good. (laughs) And they didn't have Photoshop. Well- amazing photoshop back then flash real estate <laughs> yeah so she's she's like i'm really super hot though so you should keep talking to me even though i'm Proof. so she claims that with Lindsay out of this equation she needs mark to now protect james bell and mark's like who the fuck is james bell she's like well it's john it's john he's actually james bell okay what is james okay <laughs> sure Let's protect James Bell. Why not? I'm an idiot. I'm going to do whatever you ask. So why not? Hey, I just met you. This is crazy, but I'll protect this man. I don't know. (laughs) So she tells him that James Bell needs to be protected because he is the only one besides the Queen of England that can access a safe that has sunk to the bottom of the Atlantic Ocean. Inside this safe is 560 billion pounds worth of like jewels and other shit. Okay, did you write this in a fever dream? What is going on right now? 
what the fuck is going on? And are you sick? Is this something often, but not this <laughs> not physically? That room should be called uh, bipolar, not Manchester. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> exactly. Wow. So James Bell, aside from the Queen of England, can be scanned by the safe's like laser scanner. His body can be scanned, and it's the only way to open this safe. Oh, okay. that so they're gonna makes sink sense. him into the ocean. Well, no. Ideally, the safe just kind of stays there. How does it scan? <laughs> well, they don't want other countries to be able to access it or like find out about it but other countries are starting to find out about this queen safe hidden in the ocean Mm -hmm. and they don't want other countries getting access to james bell so that they can force him to open the safe with his body scan his little tiny 14 year old body okay okay yeah okay i swim really fast he's very hairless i think so i think so are we aligned i I don't know what the fuck goes on in a teenager's head what i do know what yeah what i do know as of like right now and past to the rest of this episode i'm sure of it i will be monitoring my children's internet use a little bit (laughs) (laughs) just ask really like random and stupid questions just be like hey have you been talking to a 44 year old man at all today no okay no does the queen have a a woman i'm ocean (laughs) i need to know if you've wagged with your feet at all in the last year or yeah exactly exactly (laughs) do you know what msn is (laughs) <laughs> has anyone offered you a tri- a trial as a international spy? <laughs> yeah. Anyway, so Mark says that Janet was believable to him because she had insider knowledge of where he had been that day, what he was wearing, who he had been with, and just like everything about his his life outside of the chat room and she claimed that there were undercover agents monitoring him everywhere that he went so sure sure mark is like going outside to like the mailman and he's like (laughs) the bus driver it's not even the craziest thing once you buy into a fucking safe on the bottom of the ocean you're buying into the rest of it like what else is going to get crazier than that not really you're buying into it all now. Of course he's going to be looking around like he's scared now. Yeah. Janet tells Mark that if he protects James Bell, he will get to go to London for his initiation where he will get his agent number and his license to kill. Do I get 007? <laughs> that one's taken. God damn it. <laughs> I'm pretty sure that one's been retired. George O'Malley. <laughs> Rest in peace. Grey's Anatomy fans out there. Oh, yes. You, you. Oh, yeah. Oh, no, I'm sorry. Oh, George. Okay, so... Janet then gives Mark a series of tests to show Janet that he is ready for anything in the line of junior spy duty. The first is to collect John from school the following day because his life may be in danger. Mark reaches out to John and asks him to hang out after school. And John's like, well, I have a dentist appointment, but we can hang out after that. And Mark's like, no, no, I will be accompanying you to the dentist, sir. And he does. And uh, he nails that. John survives another day, oh, thanks to Mark. Champion. Dental appointment went well. So the second test, a little bit more bizarre than the first. Just a little bit, though. Janet tells Mark that the Prime Minister needed James Bell to be seen as gay by the enemy. And somehow this will be beneficial. So the only way to make that happen would be for Mark to give John a blowy. And I don't know how much convincing this Why stuff. can't they just so make now. out? 
he doesn't negotiate at all. I'd be like, I want, I'd rather suck your face. Like, no. You need, uh, then he really needs to prove it. You know? <laughs> it's not gay enough, Callie. There probably was negotiation. He was probably like, okay, I need, I need you to let James Bell put his dick in your butt. And he's like, how about I just blow it? I feel bad now though, because I have a feeling this is just like, some kids really long-winded terrified way of coming out of the closet i just have a feeling we're gonna have some a few people extremely traumatized by the ma, ma <laughs> how bad do you want to be in the men in black you know <laughs> yeah. pretty bad apparently yeah, yeah, yeah. clearly not mark is nope, not gay. not at all it's only when you blow like 20 you know trust mark, mark yeah. knows yeah you've yeah. You, Anything before, <laughs> anything before twenty, yeah. you are still completely straight. But once you cross the line, like he, he was probably crying the whole time. <laughs> well, and he probably like heard a few times that like people experiment when they get to college, right? So he was probably like, "Oh, I'm in high school he was now." Crying the whole time. I can, I can experiment. Yeah, I'll experiment because you know he's not smart. <laughs> but maybe john maybe john likes that richard maybe oh, maybe he, maybe that's the whole point maybe he likes that hmm. maybe i don't know about john i don't know if john was like mark. <laughs> wait i want to suck my dick <laughs> mark was like i don't know and john's like okay anyway but uh we'll janet tells this. mark you did great <laughs> <laughs> that was a good plug mi6 pay attention <laughs> <laughs> that's another 50 bucks thanks luke <laughs> Okay, yeah. So he's, she says you're almost ready to be a spy, but there is one final test. And if you complete this last mission, you will be whisked away to London and you will be paid 80 million pounds. You will meet the queen and the prime minister and you will get all the sexual favors that you want, even from me, because I am a total MILF. And from the queen? <laughs> yeah. I assume so. I assume the queen was on the table. <laughs> Ew. <laughs> you don't get offered that uh, I'm, in, in reality. Oh, do you know what? I'm actually starting to um, think that Mark's got what it takes, you know what I mean? <laughs> you know, to, to become a fucking great spy. Because, yeah, for sure. For sure. Yeah, he, he, he's willing to do what it takes, you know? Like, <laughs> right? Any, anything. Anything. It will be like a whole macabre rendition of get smart. Yes. I legit thought you were going to go with, like, I think he got what it takes to be on the next season of Big Brother. And then we're all like, oh, Mark's on it. <laughs> you know, I feel like I'm sneaky, but I, I'm thinking that Mark might give me a run in the money with Survivor. You know, like, like <laughs> he, he sounds like he can keep an alliance pretty strong. Yeah, pretty fucking strong for sure. <laughs> he's, he's, <laughs> he's, willing to, he's willing to do something that I'm not. Yeah, I'm <laughs> Yeah. We're fucking freezing to death, Mark. Stop blowing me. I want let's make a fire, Mark. He's like, we're making a lean to Mark. Yeah. <laughs> it's so cold, there's nothing to blow. Even if it's small, it's this still is all dark, I know how to do. <laughs> <laughs> I used to I, I used to tell everyone that if I was out there hunting for fish and it looks like I was getting eaten by a shark, there's a good chance I'm not getting eaten by a shark. Yeah. <laughs> My interest is oh, oh man, I've never thought of that. I've never <laughs> thought of that until now. And now all I can think about is all you fucking guys on Survivor sneaking off to have a sneaky wank. Honestly, I might actually watch the show now. <laughs> I'd go fishing every day and come back with not and come back with nothing. Huh. Still happy though. Still happy though, right? 
<laughs> like my always a smile. Yeah, on my exactly. Face. Always a shitty grin. <laughs> They're like, why is this guy always smiling yeah. when he catches nothing? All the girls are like, <laughs> we need to vote this prick off. He never catches anything. <laughs> like I don't even go out with it got to a point where about halfway of the game. I would go out to catch food without the gidgey and the snorkel. That's how fishing out there, but where's your, is your, are you using your fishing spot at 10 a.m.? Are you using your fishing spot at 10 a.m.? <laughs> They're like, Luke, um, you forgot your snorkel. I'm like, oh, yeah, sorry about that. Yeah, I know. I've got my snorkel. Don't you worry. I can breathe just fine without the snorkel. Oh, <laughs> Who authorized this? <laughs> Who authorized this? I saw you rubbing your nipples <laughs> earlier. Oh my gosh. I still believe you can't reach them. <laughs> wow, I didn't know we'd be getting to know him this well. This yeah. is going great. Oh no, I'm going to make Christy throw <laughs> Richard, take it off. I'm laughing so hard. I'm coughing. <laughs> okay, good. I was like, oh no. I think she's going to barf. <laughs> this oh, time, God. like his pubes. Oh, shit. <laughs> okay. Huh? All right. So Janet <laughs> drops the ball. Another oh. e baby. Janet tells Mark <laughs> that she's pregnant. No. You got me. Janet tells Mark. Oh fuck! <laughs> you almost made me lose my shit. <laughs> she's gonna be a mother of three. Okay, so. Mark has to kill James. I thought we were supposed to sink him. Did he fail at getting the save? He's got to kill him. Okay. So he's he's got to blow him and then kill him. Can he do it at the same time? Reasonable. That's like, that's right. (laughs) What an awkward relationship. Yeah, if he does it at the same time, it's like the ultimate. It's like a Black Widow. (laughs) I just started saying, get my car knife. Get my car night. No, we're going to the sea. I'm going to wear a white dress and we're going to play. I want to thank you. I will never have a bachelorette party. I said it. I'm Allie. I'm Cassie. And I'm Emma. And we are the Lords of Delusion coming at you with a new episode every week. We got to be honest, we're egomaniacs destined for glory, but we have absolutely nothing to show for it. We're hitting you with hot takes on it all. The hot sauce. Covering topics like brain prisons, casual weaponry, weirdo babies on Instagram, and generally navigating the terrible time we're in, aka our 30s. You're going to want to hear these deranged rants, and that's a guarantee. Listen to Lords of Delusion on Apple, Spotify, or wherever the F you get your podcasts. Join us. Yeah, okay, so weird, weird, right? It's like, yeah, blow John, now kill John odd and forget It'd the probably same. Be even weirder if it was the other way around oh, <laughs> oh no for yeah. queen and country mm. <laughs> now we're talking yeah for queen and country, for the country. yeah so jenny tells mark that james bell has an inoperable brain tum- inoperable brain tumor and he's gonna die but they need him to die on their terms because if he dies alone or unexpectedly, enemy countries can steal his body and weekend at Bernie's their way into this bottom of the ocean safe. And that will not do. Just gonna play like Coco Cabana music to keep him going the whole time. Dump a bunch of salt down his gullet and see if that works. His hands won't be moving. Mm, yeah. 
all they need is his body to open the safe. So they're like, this will not do. This will not do. So Janet's like, you know what? You've earned it. This is a special circumstance. I'm going to give you your agent number early because oh, God damn it, you're yes. in. You son of a bitch. You're an agent. You are agent 47695. Fuck, I want a 007 again. You <laughs> think their numbers would be a little bit higher considering how old the agency is? 47,000? That means over in 2003. agents have already blown other kids and killed them <laughs> 47 and a half yeah, if you've done that you think you're a little bit them. more special you know when you think you'd be up around the you know low 20s yeah what is <laughs> what is this the catholic church yes not he's four seven six nine five all right and she tells him that he needs to go and purchase a large knife to murder James Bell and presumably to save the receipt because he will be reimbursed for all spy-related work expenses. (laughs) You can climb it on tax. (laughs) She also tells him that there is an abort code for this mission, okay? And it could come from anyone or anywhere. It could come from a speaker in a cafe. It could come from a a bus driver. It could come from some homeless guy on the street. So keep alert. What's the word? What's the word? Is it, what's the abort code? Pomplamoose. Pomplamoose. Abort. It's not a word. And you know what, Richard? I bet you can guess it. Song. Da, da, da. <laughs> da, 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 yeah. It's not. Satan. It's not Satan. a word. It's a number. Six, six, six. It's a number. Six, six, six. It's a number. 666. Okay. No. No. 69. 69. There. It is 69. All right. 69. All right. Okay. Okay. <laughs> All right. <laughs> I see what you're doing there. Yeah. Yeah. So that to me is the point where I would be like, you're a teenager. I don't believe you anymore. 69, 69. That's, that's, that's the point? That's yeah, right there. Start? Okay. Good. Right there. Yeah. yeah. That's why I would be like, that seems like bullshit. The e-babies yeah. and the climbers a- and everything else is not stopped. I'm, I'm fine with all of that. I'm on board. I'm aligned. Mm-hmm. I'll but even- 69, 69. Come on. What, quite a risky code, really. Yeah, because it, yeah. it is. After, after blowing John, John's next step might be wanting a 69. So... He might actually save his own life by saying, say? should we, you know, up the ante after getting the blowy, you know? <laughs> mm-hmm. <laughs> Just choke him to death. Oh, Tully. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> he's 16. There's no way he's doing that. Yeah, I was like, what kind of dicks are you hanging out with? I've never met a dick that could kill me. Private dicks. <laughs> never met a dick that could kill me. <laughs> I've seen some dicks that could kill someone. I'm fucking not even lying. <laughs> I've seen some big old knee knockers <laughs> out there. There's boys knee out knockers. there with big dicks. Knee knockers. Yeah. <laughs> Where they at? They in my dick rectory, that's for sure. Send them my way. <laughs> There's a guy named Brent Johnson. I don't know if you listen to this, Brent, but you got a big, huge cock, dude. How do you know? I don't know if you listen to this, Brent. <laughs> he does. He does. Nice, nice job, Brent. Good on you, Brent. Nice job, Brent's parents. Celeste is more than happy for you to DM her. <laughs> <laughs> Yeah, my number is uh, 855 Private Dicks. All right. So among their last text exchanges, Janet tells Mark to tell John that he loves him before he stabs him and that she will be the first one on the scene to make sure that he doesn't get arrested. Gross. And she also tells him that his parents will be informed of everything before he is taken to London. As a teenager, I'd be like, uh, I object. Yeah. Don't tell my parents shit. 
<laughs> yeah, he didn't. Mm. Well, he was concerned. He was like, "What? Like, what about my parents? I can't just like leave to London." And she's like, "Yeah, we'll tell them. They're cool with it. It's fine." Don't worry Gullible about it. is on the ceiling. So, on June 29th, two thousand and three, Mark and John meet in Manchester to hang out. Mark is on high alert, listening for the abort code, but the abort code never came. So he led John down an empty alleyway, grabbed him by the shoulder. He said. I love you, bro. And he carried out his mission. No homo. He first stabbed John in the stomach and then again in the chest. And he waited 20 minutes before contacting police to make sure that John had died. But where's Janet? She said she was going to bathe to keep him safe. Much to Mark's dismay, the police arrives on the scene and Janet was not among them. Bitch. (laughs) I think he just killed Janet. This fucking whore. can't believe this i believed stuff on the internet come on you can't trust the internet of all places these days can't even trust the mi6 yeah who can you trust the spy if you can't trust the spies or the internet who can you trust? (laughs) 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 okay so mark is taken in for questioning and he claims that a madman approached them in the alley and stabbed his friend john was taken to the hospital where he underwent surgery and he almost died twice but he survived. Nice. Well, that's good. I, at least there's that. I thought he was dead I over something too. fucking stupid, like jerking off on camera. Like, Especially just oh waiting, God. you know, that long. Yeah. Mm. That's a, yeah. So when he regains consciousness, John actually told the police the same story that a stranger <laughs> had stabbed him. <gasps> oh. Janet is wrong. <gasps> what? <laughs> I'm saying. That's what I, I, that's what I, I hope it's, well, I don't hope it's that, but that's, this is some kid who was like a gay kid who wanted to get blown and he didn't know how to tell everyone he was gay. Oh. Like, that's what I think. Oh. Right. So he made up this big elaborate plan to get his crush to blow job him. That's my guess. I don't know though. This is like worse than the Jenny Jones show. Way worse. Oh, police reviewed the CCTV footage from a nearby building and determined that obviously this story was a giant fabrication. The stabbing itself wasn't caught on video, but Mark leading John into the alley and then emerging to wait for police by himself. Yeah. You wonder if he planned that? Probably not. But you wonder. Yeah, I doubt it. He's 16 years right. old. Uh, yeah. He, 2003 was right after 9-11. I guarantee there was like a lot of cameras getting put up, so it'd be harder to get away with shit on the street. Mm. Like nowadays, good luck. If you're in a big city, you're fucked. Uh, remember Tess Ritchie? Like that guy got followed for like fucking six hours. Yeah, what a uh, but yeah. Yeah, 2003, I bet you it was still starting to get that way. Probably not as, it's obviously not as bad as now, but mm. you know, don't yeah, stab people good. anywhere. Yeah. Good advice, Richard. It's just one of those things. <laughs> Don't stab people. More, just assume you're on camera. If you're going to do it, you need to be like right in the middle of Australia. And wear gloves. <laughs> you can't even, you can't even go to the middle of Australia because they're filming fucking Survivor. Survivor! <laughs> <laughs> they're just caught in the background. Oh my God. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> Oops. That'll be on the front page. You can jerk right off, now. but you can't stab someone. Yeah, yeah. exactly. <laughs> I, I wonder if there's some close-up of your face just neck deep in water. Like... <laughs> so you're going to watch the whole season looking? <laughs> yeah, exactly. Press and pause and play, pause and play. Oh, there <laughs> he is, bobbing around in the water. <laughs> yeah, there you go. 
It's a shark. Anyway, so let's let's hear it. Let's let's see where this fucking guy is. What is he? Is it what's happening yeah. here? I'm, so so John survived. I'm like I'm I, me too. I feel like anxious from this one. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> bugging yeah. me. Richard's gnawing off all of his fingernails. All right, so the police present John with this video, and John confesses, okay, fine, I wasn't stabbed by a stranger. I was stabbed by my internet best friend, Mark. But I don't know why. Uh-huh. So Mark is arrested, and he tells the police, you have to find Janet. Janet will explain everything. Oh, no, so he's just sounding kookier than a cuckoo's nest. hmm And that's a good thing, right? Because now they know where to look. That's true. On the boys' computers. Yes. Oh, no. So then they get the IP address. And the video. They got both their computers. And um, they end up going through them. And what police discover through John and Mark's computers was that, and this will shock you, Janet was not real. <gasps> oh, da, da, da. Is he, am I'm sorry, listeners, if you need a second, get a paper bag, do what you need to do. We'll pick it up. There's a Is Lauren, Lauren real? Lindsay, no. Yeah. And neither is the other one. The right. Neither is Lindsay, though. neither is Rachel, neither is Kevin. Oh. Baby's real, though. The baby's real. There's a baby the in the baby's house. Real. <laughs> the baby is real. Just hanging out in an email somewhere. Unopened. Yeah. <laughs> in the cloud. <laughs> Nobody knows about the cloud. Sleeping in the cloud. Aww. That was sad. <laughs> say it, Luke. Say it. Do it. <laughs> Do we? Uh, no, we had a little kid taken by a guy and the guy had created a whole family oh my god and they talked to each other on the internet da, 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 and then he took a little girl yeah and that's other real life on as well yeah she uh, was crazy. Abducted, a little girl called cleo she was abducted out of a tent in the middle of the night and then when they searched yeah. they searched his house and he had like like thousands oh. of brats dolls and they were and like he created his own Fan, online family that talks to each other but it's all him he, he was like yeah yeah when it's all him yeah, yeah. it's like randy stare yeah. with all the characters twitters and he would talk to yeah. them the internet yeah. is all the other characters a scary oh place and it doesn't even have to be it's just the people yeah. make yeah. it that way yeah you know how i told you i had mm-hmm. a wife yeah that was she doesn't actually exist i'm like i'm like babe relax Man, I'm. He doesn't even have kids. They're just, they're just car seats he picked yeah. up off the side of the road. I'm super jealous <laughs> of those clear skies, man. All we have is clouds. Wait, clouds. clouds. She was abducted from her tent. Yeah. Yeah. Was it a so where dingo? dingo? Where dingo? It was a where dingo. I told them the story of um, Lindy Chamberlain, you know, Azaria Chamberlain, the baby that was that was killed by the dingo. It was the so, dingo in human oh, okay. form. They caught the were dingo. Yeah. 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 Richard. I know. I've been saying this. <laughs> I know. <laughs> How come this isn't on private decks? I didn't know they caught the were dingo. I don't know. I mean, no, no. Wasn't it Christie's story? No. I'll say. <laughs> I'll send you the, I'll send you the details. There you go. (laughs) Thank you. Collab. I didn't know. Good. Good for them. Okay. So, um, yeah, none of them are real. In fact, they would find nearly 200 accounts in that group that were fake and they were all controlled by the same person. John. 
They were baffled as hell to discover that the person that orchestrated the murder on James Bell was John. For a second there, I thought you were going to throw me for a loop and say Mark. <laughs> like Mark created all of this Do stuff. you know what's so funny? So Mark's hilarious because he'd be like, oh, this chat's pretty cool. There's 200 people. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. <laughs> Little did he know, it's two people. Mm-hmm. Him and John. <laughs> Fucking hell. When did he not realize there are like 200 people in the chat, but there was only two people only online at one yeah, exactly. time? And the only difference <laughs> was the font color and size. Yeah. Yeah. And 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 199 of them are always asking Mark for wanky yes. videos as we speak. <laughs> Was everyone on this chat want me to wake? Are you so upset me? with me? <laughs> yeah. The group did have actual people in it. I think it had like a thousand people or something in it. Oh yeah. Uh, oh, okay. So there was actual people in it, but nobody caught on. Yeah. Wow. Well, so the you gotta you look you gotta you look sometimes you gotta respect the hustle. Like John, you know, he put in the work. You know, he got. Yeah, mental illness will push you to doing lots of things. Like getting yourself stabbed (laughs) on purpose. Yeah, yeah, like. That's crazy. That's so crazy. The poor kid just wanted to get himself. You wonder if he's got DID himself or something. Like, because that's, like like you said, commitment. But like, how? He must have had so many sticky notes. He was evaluated. Can you imagine, um, like, so if John was getting a gobby by, um, by mark and then by accident he imagine if he imagine if he slipped and slipped and just said uh what is it janet said that you gotta do it <laughs> oh, oh mean, yeah you know I mean? but imagine if he's yeah. like yeah said third person really fucked up he's coming mark lie. wouldn't have even yeah. caught on man he would have left it'd be like four days later and he'd be like wait oh, oh, oh shit she got me he got me oops <laughs> yeah <laughs> I still find it hard that, like, okay, but you wanted him to kill you. Yeah, did yeah, he say he why must... he wanted that? Like, did he say what the motivation was behind that? Yeah, well, he was evaluated, and they ultimately <laughs> found that there was no mental illness. That was their... He was depressed. Ugh. He had depression. That was it. Oh, my God. Um, oh, I would have been chucking a straight jacket on him ASAP. Yeah. He's probably a liar. You're going into the cushion room straight away. Probably was, you know, doing the teenager <laughs> thing and omitting a lot of his thoughts and feelings. So police confront John with the information that they found and John confesses to them and he explains sort of what his motives are. So he says when he joined the group, you know, John joins the group, he comes across Mark's profile photo in the chat room and our poor little gay hero falls madly in love with this young man. Mm-hmm. And John first creates Rachel to get closer to Mark and explore his sexuality a little bit. Um, And he also used this opportunity to introduce himself to Mark through Rachel. But he ultimately got jealous that Mark gave more attention to his fake persona than he did to John. So John creates Kevin to kill off Rachel. And John didn't really believe this would work, he said, but Mark legitimately mourned the loss of Rachel and John realized that Mark was really gullible. So he decides to introduce a more ridiculous character, junior spy Lindsay, to get Mark's attention back. And then comes Janet, the MILF, for some reason. Um, Now, he doesn't really explain and I don't really know why this ended up escalating to his own murder the theory is that 
He struggled with depression and he felt that there was no way out of this giant lie without losing his friendship with Mark and access to his jizz-soaked feet. So he decided that he would rather die than let that happen. So referring to that feet thing, did they try to lay uh, child abuse material producing on him? Not at the time. This was before that. You should have yeah. slapped him with it. And like, you're a fucking idiot. Here you go. You're now a sex offender at 14. <laughs> Sorry. I got a little heated. <laughs> did he ever end up actually blowing him? Like, did that actually happen? So why not? Need to make sure. Why not then, though? Yeah, Richard's just lying. No, did I, it actually occur? No. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> yeah, look, there's a lot of lies in this, but we really need to make sure, like... <laughs> You know, where where the facts well, lie, no, where the truth It's important, though. He could have just stopped lie. then. He could have just been like, uh, you blew me. We're kind of liking each other. That was fun, right? You got to load your mouth. Yeah. You didn't puke or anything. Why don't we just, like, try this shit out? Instead, he goes to, like, I'm going to murder you now? Like, uh, or mur- you murder me now? It's it's really weird. I <laughs> Maybe he was, like, super shamed. He was like, oh, God, that was way too good. Now I'm just Unfortunately, have, like- part of this comes down to the exchanges, right? There was 58,000 lines of text exchanges between the two oh, acro- across that's... all the accounts. And, you know, he probably said something to Janet about that being disgusting or something like that. Because he would know. It's the same thing when he introduced John, right? He knew all of Mark's interests by pretending to be Rachel and then used that to... Yeah have all the things in common yeah and i guess you can't like really go like huh now that you blew me i tricked you into blowing me <laughs> you can't really do that part of it either like you gotta <laughs> kind of keep it a secret at a certain point I don't, know. I don't understand a lot of it i don't understand why he needed to tell him at all just leave the chat and just be friends in real life at that point like why does he have to know anything yeah i think i think um when you create you know, 10 different personalities and you want to get blown by a, a MI8 agent, <laughs> I think that um, that you kind of need probably Jesus, you know, or something <laughs> at that he's point. Satan. Well, he's, he's got all the apostles. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Oh, that's what they're called. Not the that's, three wise That's men. all that was missing. Jesus. <laughs> then it would have been the three wise God. men. No. <laughs> Because Mark's not wise. Well, Mark, you said at the start of it was actually he's getting good grades at school. So he sounds like he wanted to be a part of something bigger than what. I think Mark, or sorry, I think John is a sociopath. At John's trial, Judge David Madison said, quote, skilled writers of fiction would struggle to conjure up a plot such as arises here. Offenses of this kind in normal circumstances would result in extremely long custodial sentences but this simply cannot be described as normal circumstances. So Mark ended up spending eight months in jail for attempted murder for being an idiot. Okay. Idiot. And John was convicted for inciting his own murder, which no one has ever been charged with before and has never been charged with since in the UK. Wow. We just had someone in, in, in Australia that got a angle grinder and cut off an old man's leg. I was reading about that. Yeah, see, I sent I sent them the link in the in the park, and they but they previously arranged oh. it, like yeah, it was arranged. He actually wanted him to cut the leg He's off. Cut his leg off. This is different though, right? Because they didn't enter into an agreement together. Mark thought he was killing someone who didn't want to die. 
first of all, they're kids. Yeah, they're kids. True. Even if they could make the decision, they wouldn't be legally allowed to anyway. You, if you want to kill yourself and get your hand chopped off, I think you should be 18 at least, right? They're just dumb kids. It's fucking annoying. Age of consent. It's important. Well, I'm being serious. Actually, age like, of consent is 14 in the UK. Oh, wow. Oh, God, of course. That's where the fucking royalty is. They're well, little kids. Anyways, I'm just saying, like, this is just dumb kids doing dumb shit, and it went too far. Uh, and it's, like, it's annoying because it's... I remember being 16. I remember doing stupid shit. But I would never, ever send my dick to picture to, like, a guy on the internet. You know what I mean? Maybe like, what if you had a nicer dick? <laughs> maybe you're right. So do you want to hear a quick story? This is a real story. So um, when I was younger, I lived out of home a lot. So I was living at this lady's house, really nice, looked after me. And she had MSN and stuff. And so she would talk to, you know, men, even though she was in a marriage, she, the marriage was kind of like, they were just together. But anyways, I was living there for about four months. I wasn't even going to school. So I would have been about year eight. And, um, it got found out that she was online talking to all these other men, sending like pictures of herself and pretending I was her son. Mm. Oh. Real life. That's real life shit. Oh. Real life shit. Yeah. I, wow. I just feel bad for her. Like people like outside mm. people get dragged into it and you had no idea that like she was telling people this. So you get blindsided yeah. by these people. Yeah. So sorry. Yeah, but she was still nice, so I didn't even, I like, I didn't even care because it was like she was just, Only, I guess, put, creating her own little narrative. But she was actually like always nice to me, you know. She wasn't like, like you know, when if all of a sudden they were fuckwits or weird in in real life, you'd be like, oh. But that that was just her on the computer, and it was MSN. I remember MSN, bloody, bloody MSN, eh? Fucking yeah. MSN. <laughs> yeah. Okay. Yeah. So John doesn't serve any jail time at all. But he was banned from using the internet for three years, and it came with an indefinite restraining order between the two boys. Oh, no. John's back on the internet. That means right as we speak. Probably, oh, no. as most of us are. It's Gable Tosti. Um, oh, my God. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> we solved it. <laughs> Not even on the dicks. We solved it. That's nah, fucking, what's that guy's name? The don't fuck with cats guy? Luca Magnata. Luca Magnata. Yeah. Yeah. But honestly, do you really think it was the internet that brought him down? I think it was the guy who recognized him in the internet store from news stories. Mm -hmm. It wasn't the internet people anyway, because they got a message saying it was him. They cheated. Oh. Anyway. Oh, okay. (laughs) I guess I didn't pay Um, that much attention. I already knew the story. A lot of handouts in that case, but good for body moving and that other guy. (laughs) Hey, guys. Hate to be an absolute downer. I actually have to go. There is literally okay. one more line of this, so it doesn't actually matter. But um, thanks okay. so much for coming. It was really nice to meet you. You're a good dude. Yeah, thanks, Luke. Nah, awesome. Well, let's play. Get me on again. Let's do this yes, again please. sometime. Yeah, love I'd love to. to. This is pretty fun. Thank you, sir. Nah, no worries, guys. No worries. See you, mate. Very good yeah. dude. Man, I might invest in like a bean like a beanbag chair or something so i can lean back and look all comfortable and chill like that i know he's like full chilled out i hated him so much i'm like imagine being like this angle on cam and looking as good as he did yeah i'm envious (laughs) and uh last line of the story in the last reports from the time john's mother claimed that he was doing much better he had a group of friends and even a girlfriend 
not a boyfriend, but a girlfriend. Maybe he's maybe he's figured out that he's bisexual. Maybe he's I think not. that she's a fucking liar. Honestly, I feel so sorry for John. I kind of feel bad for him too. You have to make up this big extra life just so you can feel like you're loved. Like just be yourself, man. Yeah, be yourself. But his adolescent mind was like, I don't take. I don't feel that's bad true. For John. Yeah, yeah. But he thought. I mean, I feel bad. You know, he thought that like. Although in a way, I kind of don't feel bad for either of them. Federal agency contacting him. Oh my yeah, god. That's true. They could have. So he's like, "What could the police do?" Right. Mark could have uh, stopped it too. uh yeah this was a good one he was he was a little bit he was a little bit simple a little bit simple yeah yeah but this is fucking wild story man tale as old as time another tale as old as time (laughs) if i had a dollar if i had a dollar when you're talking about the jizz on the feet, I'm just like, Kent would love this episode. <laughs> Kent and Luke probably would have gotten along really well. Sure. He did. Yeah. You know, he's like, not like, he's not very smart, but well, you're smart enough to know. I feel bad for okay. Mark too. I'm thinking about both uh, like, of them. I feel bad for both of them. It's just teenage. Yeah. If your motivation for doing that, mm-hmm. part of being a teenager is sexual favors from Janet, which he was really into. He was really infatuated with Janet. Um, and also like the license to kill and money and and power. Yeah. It's it's kind of like life isn't handed to you like that, but you know better. Mm-hmm. Yeah, no, you don't though. When you're a kid, you don't know it better. Yeah, not you don't know better. You think you get you're very entitled as a kid. But considering he's 16 and he's working part-time and everything too, I imagine his parents raised him better than to believe that the world just gets handed to you like that. I guess, but I mean having a job when you're 16, like it's not like you're paying rent. It's not like you're maybe is, but it's not like you're getting a phone bill or whatever. Responsibilities is what really straightens you out. Remember when I had a job when I was 16, fuck that money was gone quick on like lunches and dumb shit that I didn't need. You know, just because I had it. So, like, I don't know if that makes you any more mature or whatever. It just makes you richer, more uh, affluent around your friend group, you know? Yeah. Like learning. Yeah. I, I, I feel bad for the whole teenage angst angle of this. And God, teenagers are dumb. I was dumb as a teenager. So I, I, I you know what I mean? Like, I can say it. I don't give a shit. Teenagers are fucking stupid. Yeah. I did a thing like this when I was in high school. You want to hear a. Uh, a little bit of a you catfish someone now, when you were when you had uh messenger windows messenger right that's not msn right because you guys are saying msn but i don't think i did msn i did windows messenger i did icq so icq was out first oh and uh we all had that all me and my friends group we all had that and then msn or messenger windows messenger and MSN Messenger, they're the same thing. But you could get Windows Messenger on your computer. And MSN Messenger was like a web-based browser thing. But you could open up them too with two different emails on the Windows one and the uh, MSN one. So I made up, I was one of the guys in our school. Uh, maybe I was cyberbullying, I don't remember. Um, but yeah, I definitely 
was uh, Joel Gibson, who is yeah. a, a guy that grew up with me. And I was pretending to be him, but everyone knew it wasn't actually him. But they couldn't figure out who it was because I was online with the other one. So like, I would be like, who is this fucking asshole <laughs> on a different keyboard being like, it's totally me. <laughs> so yeah, I definitely did it. And then I got busted like two weeks into doing it. Somebody messaged like the Joel Gibson account that I had. They're like, hello. And then they messaged my account. Hello. I know it's you. I know it's you. You got busted. <laughs> they, fi- they finally got me. It was pretty uh... funny though for what had happened. It wasn't like it was harmless. It wasn't like go come here and suck my dick. It was like um, you're a piece of shit. And no, everyone knew it wasn't the guy. It was just more the mystery of who it was, and it was totally me the whole time. It was so much fun. Yeah, it was. <laughs> At first, I thought you were gonna say I totally got confused on what account I was talking about, no. so I catfished myself, <laughs> which is something that would happen to me because no, that's too much. Like I, I would get so confused. I'd be like, wait, what did I say? What I, what'd you say? what I say? I'd still get confused. You know me. <laughs> Can you imagine? I've been, I've, I've been, sometimes I've been drunk enough that I reply to my own texts that I've sent to people. Like, it's like, where are you? And then I'm right. I'm like, I'm, I'm at home. Where are you? And then I'll like, respond to myself. I woke up. Yeah. I woke up in the morning and look at, yeah. I woke up in the morning and look at my texts and I'm like, Oh, shit. <laughs> it's one of the reasons why I'm now six months sober. Push of the week. All right, guys. Thank you so much for listening to another episode of Unethical Podcast. If you're not in the Facebook group, stop being such a silly goose and come find us at Unethical, the official unethical podcast group. If you find you just can't handle the anticipation until the next episode, then it's a great time to join our Patreon, where we have a ton of extra unethical content, and of course, our brother podcast, Private Dicks. And in case you didn't hear the good news, Private Dicks is now Public Dicks. Every two weeks, an episode of Season 1 will drop wherever you eat your podcasts, and our lucky Patreon patrons are literally living in the future, listening to new episodes from Season 2. On the fence about it? Have a listen to the trailer and see what you think. If you've got a case, big or small, give the private dicks a call. And yes, the phone number is real. Enjoy! Have you got a mystery that needs solving? Where is Amelia Earhart? We know. Who the hell was D.B. Cooper? Bah! Easy. Bermuda Triangle? Probably solve that one next. Here at Private Dicks, we guarantee a mystery solved every episode. That's with a capital G. Every second Friday, the Private Dicks take a client, record their session, and solve the world's greatest mysteries. One by one. Private Dicks solve them, no problem. God, I love just crushing mysteries. Search up Private Dicks on your favorite podcatcher, and you can solve a mystery, too. The mystery of what's your favorite podcast? It's Private Dicks. Another one solved. If you have a mystery to be solved, call 1-855-PRVTDIX. That's 1-855-PRIVATE-DICKS. Call 1-855-PRIVATE-DICKS and leave us the rundown of the case. Maybe the dicks will solve it. It's 855-PRIVATE-DICKS. I'm straight when it comes to humans, but fucking gay from old people. <laughs>